0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: This is why you're single. This is why you're
0: Welcome to the this is why you're single podcast. I'm Laura Lane and I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book. This is why
1: you're single every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is new year new you 2020,
0: 2020 edition. edition. Yes, that is right. This is our annual new year new you episode never gets old. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, what the new phrase self-partner means, and how to eat alone and like it. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including one listener who is unsure if a guy is shy or uninterested, and one hilarious bad date story that ended in tears, though. Uh, But first, Angela, what is going on in your week, and a happy new year to you? A happy new year to you as well.
1: Um, So what's going on in my week? I have... A wonderful coworker who I've been trying to convince to online date. She's not on any of the apps, and I've been trying to talk her into it. And then we were talking to another coworker who is a single man, um, and we learned some stuff that he does on dates, and it totally (laughs) made her be like, yeah, I don't want to date uh, at all. Uh, What does he do? So he is recently single himself, and he was telling us that he – he loves to go to fancy restaurants like he loves to eat at like five-star restaurants he's a big foodie great wonderful so um he will take girls to these like 400 hundred dollar dinners but he doesn't pay for them
0: i hope he tells them ahead of time so cause i would you know when i was in my broke stage that would have like Seriously put me over.
1: So what he told us he does, because we were like, What? What like you don't you don't pay? And he's like, Well, I say to them before we go, I pick the restaurant and I'm like, Would you like to go and have this like amazing experience but split it? Or we go to a cheaper restaurant and I'll pay. <laughs> kidding me. Um, but he did say he never does that on a first date. He does it on like a second date. He does like drinks for the first date and then like the second date. And he was like, yeah, like most girls been pretty into it. And I was like, yeah, because as women, we have all lowered our standards so much. <laughs> We're like,
0: sure, that sounds great. I feel conflicted about this because it is like the way that he, ph- you know, it depends how he phrases it. Because on one hand, he. Is someone that enjoys maybe, like, Michelin star restaurants. Exactly. And, you know, he doesn't want to go alone. Yeah, I guess maybe he <laughs> should just be, like, going alone to these Michelin That's- star restaurants. But then he's like, okay. But then on the other hand, he could go with, like, a best bud, you know? And, like, and then his him and his best pal would split it. No questions asked, right? Right. But he's like, all right, I'm already going out to eat somewhere if I'm going on a date. We might as well, like, you know, maybe she'll want to go to this Michelin star restaurant and that'll be fun. It'll be like something fun for us to talk about. But I really can't afford to go. I don't know. I feel conflicted about this because I, then maybe he should just go to less Michelin star restaurants, right. and, but pay for them, but pay for the date as like a treat. But then he doesn't want to set the standard that, hey, just, so you know, like when we go to dates, I'm going to be paying for like $400 meals every time because, you know. Like, he would have to explain to the girl, like, hey, I don't normally do this, but I'm, like, dying to try this restaurant, and so, like, let's right. do it, and I'm going to pay. But, like, I just want to tell you, like, this isn't something I do all the time. I don't know. That's another way he could do it is just to frame it and maybe go to less and be, you know, a gentleman in terms of, like, treating the woman to this experience. And then, you know, the hope is maybe she'll treat him to, like, a cool Broadway play at some point or, you know, some experience right. that she also – equally wants to do
1: that's why i think this is the kind of thing that is totally fine like a month into seeing somebody you know like deeper in once you've like kind of worked up that kind of relationship where it's like you get where this you one, start I splitting get that stuff one, whatever yeah um because like at this point in my relationship like yeah like we go to like an expensive dinner like obviously we split it down the middle like no question but it's just like a weird thing to introduce that early on in a relationship yeah, I think it even is a if he weird. was honestly even if he was the one that was like paying totally by himself like that just sets a weird standard cuz it's not like he's like a total baller I mean like
0: I don't think he's Yeah it, it is like it's a weird It's a, it is a weird thing, but maybe he has like his guy friends don't really want to do this or they're not food connoisseurs the way that he he
1: actually has like a group of foodie friends that he goes with. So I don't know. So just like maybe
0: go with your foodie friends and then introduce the Michelin star shit later on with someone that you're actually dating. I don't know. It's weird. I don't mind like, you know, I, I like to be like, you know, courted in the beginning. Right. But like, I also don't mind like splitting stuff that is can be considered expensive. Like I remember going on a date one time with this guy who was like in grad school. He was like a chemist or something. And I was a reporter and, he would like sometimes come meet me in my reporting Simon, So I would like pick up the bill. And I don't know if he thought I was making a lot of money, but I definitely was not. And then we went to Rockefeller Center one time to go to like the top of the rock is like our date.
1: Which is expensive. Which is
0: expensive. It was like 50 bucks. And so I go, so we go to pay. And I was like, I don't remember if I was trying to be nice or I actually was in my head thinking like, oh, I'll pay for my ticket. I think in my head, I was like, oh, you're in school. Like I got my, I got my ticket. So like they were like, oh, that'll be this much. I was like, oh, I got it. And I met like, i've got my ticket <laughs> and he was like oh okay and then had me pay for both of us no. and like in my head i was like holy fuck that's my groceries like those are my groceries and i was just like all of a sudden like a rush of blood like came out of my brain because already the like 50 dollar ticket i think it was 50 unless i'm remembering it wrong but unless i'm remembering how i much- mean that both- would that
1: would be before did you get dinner too
0: I mean, is Top of the Rock not $50? Maybe, it, maybe it's in- definitely,
1: I think it's more. But maybe you just did drinks? I don't know.
0: No, no, just like to go to the top. Oh, yeah. Oh, because yes.
1: oh, they have a restaurant too. Oh, uh, no, we weren't about. even right. eating there. Okay. We were just right. like going right. to see the Good. view.
0: Whatever it was. <laughs> I, all of a sudden, like, it was already a big splurge for me just to buy my ticket, you know? Yeah. But I had never done that. So I was like, oh, I want to go to Top Rock. Okay, let's do it together. And then he had me pay for both of us and the blood drained from my body because <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, that's so much money to me. And and then I was like, I was just like so, t- like, bitter and fucking angry the rest of the date that yeah. I, like, he kept trying to make out me. He's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I was like, nothing. And in my head, i like, in my head, I'm like nothing. I just won't be able to get groceries. (laughs) Like that was so much money for me. So I was just pissed. So anyways, my point is I wouldn't have mind splitting. So I think it's just all situational, you know? Yeah. I just, my thing is like, you should never
1: pick something that you can't afford to cover both people. Even if you do wind up splitting, just knowing that like socially... Like by society's
0: standards, no, it's you might really be weird. expected
1: to be the one to cover the whole thing.
0: The one pro I'll say to this person is that it's good that they're upfront. It's not yes. like they get to this expensive restaurant that he, inv- it'd be super effed up to invite somebody to an expensive restaurant and then, and then not pay. Because when you pick a restaurant, if you don't plan to pay, you need to like pick somewhere very cheap because you don't know people's financial situations. Yes. So for whatever reason you're not going to pay for the date and you're suggesting a place you need to pick somewhere that's extremely reasonable. You yeah you just don't know people's situations. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Um, So yeah interesting. I just like looked at my other coworker who's like thinking about getting out there on the apps and I was like see see what you have to look forward to. I She's
0: mean if, if like, a guy said that to it. her and she was like not into that she would just be like what and then and then maybe like find an excuse to just cancel the date in general if she thought it was like presented weird it's
1: hard when you like someone though you know because i feel like like if i really like someone and they did that i would be like sure i would like to see his actual text yes me too
0: because he's saying girls are fine with it so maybe he's presenting it in a way like hey there's this weird experiential thing like do you want to do this but like split it and maybe they're like "Mm, okay
1: yeah there's definitely a charming way to do it yeah 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 so anyway
0: i just thought that was interesting (laughs) Uh, what what's going on for you? So Nick and I had an argument recently and it was oh. like kind of a, not ironic, maybe the, the, well, yeah, I would say it's like, was an ironic argument. So things have been so amazing with us recently. Like I said on the last podcast, we had like a really sexy night where I tried yeah. on my like sexy bodysuit. Like things have been amazing. He is just so good at like helping me, you know, supporting me and doing like my own thing with, with Rilo, making sure that, you know, I get time to like still go to yoga and like he'll take the baby for a walk and we get our date nights in and we've just got like a really great groove. But just like how I was in high school, I'm never good with like an A. I always want that like A plus. So in terms of my relationship, I want to be like the most highly evolved version of like the Laura and Nick marriage. I want us to be like on another plane, on another level. So, I want us to go to couples therapy, not because there's anything wrong, but because I want to have like when things are so good, you might not talk about things you're secretly getting resentful about that you don't even realize they're in your subconscious. And, like, you know, if you do have an argument, that's not the time to bring them up. So, anyways, I thought like, you know, just every other week for one hour, going to a couples therapist to just check in because so many things are changing in our relationship. We've been, we're also approaching like our 10 years together. And now we have a kid, like, you know, as we start to think about, like, are we going to want another kid? Like, I want to just check in to make sure we're consistently, like, growing together and evolving as humans together and, like, growing old together and, like, staying deeply connected. You know? Yes. So, but Nick is, like, not fucking into talk therapy like you and I are. I'm sure. Which I find interesting because you and him are, like, the same person. But.
1: That said, I do think that with this situation where it's like everything's going well and then you go to therapy and possibly some s- shit gets stirred up that was there anyway, but then you're talking about it. Maybe you're fighting about it. Rocking the boat. Yeah, you're rocking. I could see how Nick sees it as as unnecessarily rocking the boat. I guess
0: he just doesn't see the point. He's like, things are good. Like, why? This is not how I want to spe- like You know, we maybe need to get there 15 minutes early. It takes, like, you know, 10 minutes to walk there. Like, why would I want to take, like, an hour and a half, two hours on my day? I would rather spend that time painting. I'd rather spend that time with my son. I'd rather spend that time working out. Like, therapy is the last, you know, thing I want to do. And I agree, it's not fun. But our relationship to me is the most important thing in my life, is that that is, like, rock solid and stays rock solid, and i just want to be the most like like i said highly evolved version of ourselves and like you said it could rock the boat and bring up stuff that's already there but if that shit's already there from experience and from all of the experts we've had on our show we realize if it's not dealt with that stuff is just bubbling in the background and it will like rupture yeah. so i think it's like good if there is stuff in the background to just like nip it in the butt and talk about it. And you do make a good point that you
1: guys have a lot of changes happening right now. So like you might not even, it, it is good to come to terms with stuff. Like you might be feeling weird about like some of the changes and not articulating it because you're just kind of trying to catch your bearings and go with the flow. And yeah, I could see how talking would help if you like didn't have a baby and nothing had changed. I would say, yeah, like maybe it's unnecessary, but right.
0: but you've got a lot I going mean, on. The so, thing is, yeah. even if I didn't have a baby, I think like life is changing. We're growing older. We're like becoming interested in different things. I just think it can't hurt, you know? And we don't have to be talking about fights we had or bad stuff. I think like talking about literally anything on our mind together with maybe like third party to kind of ask interesting questions that would make us like think about things we maybe hadn't is helpful. But then we got in a huge huge fight just about going to therapy. And the whole time I was like I can't believe we're in a fight about going to therapy and I wanted to go therapy because things are so good and now we're in a fight about therapy and like this is like chicken or egg. Like what right. what is happening? Why are we like mad at each other about going to therapy? Like just go because it's important to me and just fucking do it. I'm not even making us go every week. Like every other week is not, you know, it's like it's fine just it's like 24 times a year like let's just just do it and so he finally agreed he finally he finally agreed and we're gonna go and i found somewhere like that's closer so the commute's not as far which was like a big annoying thing for him
1: do you think the first thing you'll talk about is fighting about going to therapy
0: i think i should bring up that like (laughs) one of us you know is more into talk therapy than the other just so that the person's maybe aware I don't I don't know what she's gonna ask also I might think this person sucks and then we'll never go back right yeah it'll be it'll be interesting (laughs) yeah what's your take on as someone that likes talk therapy and all but also has an has a personality similar to Nick's
1: well I'm interested to know like you know if you guys go (laughs) and you wanted to go but then if Nick brings up something that he's unhappy with or that's bothering him and then you have to deal with that. Like basically shoe on the other foot. Or are you going to be, are you going to be okay with that? Are you going to be down to work it out?
0: We'll never go back again. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. On that note, we'll take a quick sponsor break and then we're jumping into what's in the news. We would like to thank our sponsor third love third love just does bras differently. They believe that every woman deserves to feel comfortable and confident every day with the right kind of support and they help women do this. So they have bras that are designed to fit you, not the other way around. They have over 80 bra sizes, and I love it. You take a quiz, you find out what bra size fits you because, you know, as we've talked about on the podcast before, Angela, a lot of people wear the wrong size. They do, and
1: the the um, third love quiz is not like any other quiz I've taken.
0: Like, they get real specific. They do booby shape. Booby shape, you get to, like, look at a bunch of pictures of drawings of boobies and pick which one you think yours looks like and it made me feel better i was like oh there are some boobs come in all different shapes and sizes i felt the same way and it was good to know that my
1: boobs are a type like there are other women out there with your boobs with my boobs yeah
0: they are so tell us how third love works
1: So like you said, there's a quiz. They have the Fit Finder quiz. You answer a few simple questions to find your perfect fit in just 60 seconds. Over 15 million women have taken the quiz to date, and it's actually fun and takes less than a minute to complete. Um, Third Love is all about comfort and quality. They're hands down the most comfortable bra you'll own that is... Totally true. I have two third love bras and they are super comfortable. Their straps don't slip. They have tagless labels. There's no itching. They're lightweight, super thin memory foam cups that mold to your shape. They are great.
0: They're awesome. I use them. They also have a you know maternity bras good to know which i liked. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com/single now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com/single for 15% off today. All right, Angela, what have you been reading about in the news?
1: Well, for whatever reason CNN found it necessary to report on the fact that Emma Watson says that she's self-partnered, not single. Uh, Just like
0: a new catchy phrase. Yes. Things we typically read about on sites like Bustle. And, right. Yeah. but finally 29 but now CNN.
1: Rory Sullivan at CNN was reporting on this. So uh, this was like everywhere the day that it came out for I don't know what reason. But so Emma Watson has said that she prefers to call herself, quote, self-partnered rather than single as she approached her 30th birthday. This was a quote from um an interview she did with British Vogue, um, where they were talking about the pressures of turning 30. And then all of a sudden it just I can't blew believe up. she's
0: turning 30. I know. Don't we all still think of her as a little kid in little, Harry Potter? A
1: little her Hermione? Hermione. Hermione. I didn't watch I never watch Harry Potter, um, to be honest. But I like Emma Watson a lot. Um But so yeah, all of a sudden, like she she made this she, what I would guess was like some offhand comment about, like oh, this is what I call myself. And people on Twitter were like tearing her apart, being like, oh, trying to come up with like buzzworthy words and what's so bad about saying single and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like she was just trying to be funny and silly and like put a positive spin on it. And all of a sudden it was like headline news. But um they said... It's
0: so stupid. It's so stupid. And, and I don't think she probably... I mean, you know, being single maybe in her head she's like i hate that that word has been like uh like become something negative you know and stigmatized yes. and so she's like screw all of you guys for stigmatizing that word there's nothing wrong with it um and like but because you've done that to that word i'm gonna call myself self-partnered which is the same thing but i'm just coming up with a new word
1: right i'm comfortable with this word but um excuse me she said she she initially didn't understand the fuss around like turning 30 but it's she's gotten more anxious as it has neared and she told british vogue this is a quote from her she said if you have not built a home. If you do not have a husband, if you do not have a baby and you are turning 30 and you're not in some incredibly secure, stable place in your career, or you're still figuring things out, there's just this incredible amount of anxiety. Um, And speaking of how she had never believed the whole I'm happy single spiel, she added, it took me a long time, but now I'm very happy being single. I call it being self-partnered. So listen, celebrities, they're just like us. <laughs> she has the same anxieties that a lot of people turning
0: thirty. Do. I know it's funny because she's like, Oh, my career, like, where's my career? We're like, You're killing it, but in her head, you know, maybe she's not getting the movie roles that she right. wants to get off She's not Emma
1: Stone.
0: And, yeah, exactly. Like, no matter <laughs> who you are, at what level you're at, uh people always want more, no matter no matter right. yeah, there's what something industry
1: both depressing and sort of nice about that. Like knowing that like You know what? No one's ever happy. So if I'm unhappy, it's normal. Exactly. Yeah. So Emma Watson, you can steal that phrase from her if you want. Self-partnered. What are you reading about, Laura? So I was
0: reading the New York Times. This is an article by Jess McHugh called How to Eat Alone and Like It. So much of the advice available, she said, on eating alone amounts to like bring a book, which I actually think is a great idea. And I used to love doing that at a little restaurant that was on my block. I'd bring a book, get a glass of wine, but she has some some new advice that she she wrote about of people that, that want to eat alone. So here's some of her tips. Dine alone, but engage with others. For the past eight years, Amanda Cohen, chef at Dirty Candy in New York City, has done Valentine's Day a little different at her restaurant. Uh, what she does, she creates a solo diner's tasting menu, which... I, I love she said make the most of it engage with your server don't be afraid to ask for things she said I want the experience to be just as good as if you're two people three people four people or if you're just one person so apparently that- by the
1: way side note Amanda Cohen from Dirt Candy is very cool I know people that know her and love really? restaurants so there you go just continue, continue tell her, her you mention
0: her on the pod I will so then she says go in with a strategy uh, she says, psychologists have long tried to understand why the amount of time you spend alone does not necessarily correlate with how lonely you feel. So I, I think that's really interesting. So just because you spend a lot of alone time, you might not feel lonely. Whereas people, there's a lot of people that, you know, are never alone are always with people at work or friends and they just feel incredibly lonely. So, you know, they're different things. Uh, for some people, That might mean sitting quietly and savoring each bite. For others, it could be phoning a friend while eating or even that most taboo dinnertime activity, eating in front of the TV. So, you know, that could just be, uh, you know, catching up on your favorite show while you're...
1: I actually, I just read relevant to this that apparently the part of our brain that like Like, looks forward to seeing friends, also, like, feels that way about characters on TV shows. So, because of that, even just thinking about your favorite show makes you feel less lonely, like, thinking about watching your favorite show. That's a mindfuck. Yeah. So, if you're watching TV while you're eating and you're seeing your friends in the tiny TV screen, you might be really happy. Yeah. You might not, you might feel like you're with friends.
0: Man, I wish uh, Succession was not, I wish I hadn't watched the whole, you know, Second season. I, I wish know. I had more. Even though more they're of my terrible, friends. terrible people. They are my friends they're that my, I look forward to seeing. They're my friends. Uh her other tip is embrace your guilty pleasures. If you want, eat an entire block of cheese. Just go for it. Sure. Toast to yourself. Uh if dining alone still carries a stigma and uh, anxiety for many people. Drinking alone might be the last frontier. But she says, Treat yourself to that cocktail or that glass of wine. Play, you know, it'll play a part in the richness of the experience. I agree with that. I was yeah. you know, if you're eating alone like get that glass of wine i used to do wine tastings by myself at remember really? boe where we used yes. to work oh god i really wish that place was still here It was this great little wine bar and i used to go there and and uh No, they're closed. Anyways, (laughs) practice mindful eating is her last tip. Mindfulness practice has entered mainstream culture in the recent years, often in a way to reduce stress and boost self awareness. But you can also bring it into mindful eating. Uh, You know, focus on the food, the colors, the texture, the taste, the smell. I have a friend who, uh, whenever she would eat, she would close her eyes and she always looked so silly. But then I asked her, What are you doing? And she's like, I can like taste the food better. And then I remember reading like a study that. Or, or just an article about how if you block off one of the senses, it increases the others. So yeah. by her like not looking at things, she could taste the food better. And whenever I remember to do that, I, I can taste the flavors better. It's this really is crazy.
1: This is really something I wish I was better at because I, I I love food, but I feel like I just like don't think about it when I'm eating it. You know, I just like eat too fast. Sometimes I'm like, did I remember to chew that? You know, <laughs> I just <laughs> swallow it whole. So yeah, I want to like be more in the moment. Mindfulness the moment. eating could maybe be Mindful the thing for eating, you to focus on. Yeah.
0: All right, we're gonna jump into our mailbox, but first, let's take a quick sponsor break. <laughs> We would like to give a shout out to Sakara Life. Sakara Life is the one hundred percent plant based, organic, ready to eat meals service. They specialize in fresh, organic, perfectly portioned meals delivered to your home or office, so you can get back to feeling really, really good again. I love Sakara because you know I was trying a lot of subscription services where I'd have to like make the food myself, and then at some point I realized I don't want to make the food myself every <laughs> single meal. I just want it to come to me. I I just love Sakara. I can't say enough, enough nice things about it. The food is incredible. I'll have like healthy mac and cheese. I mean, it's like the, it's not really cheese because it's plant based. So it has like nutritional yeast in it. Um, they have like this truffle pasta that's amazing. Incredible salads with all these fancy ingredients and goji berries. And you were my, just giving me their popcorn when I got here. Yeah. I gave, <laughs> I order their popcorn. I order their healthy bars. I get their chlorophyll drops and beauty drops and they're probiotic chocolate pyramids. I do it all. But You're what a fan. I, I'm a big fan. But on a day-to-day basis, Angela, what I do is I order them. You can do two, three, four, or five days a week subscription and you can choose like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I usually do like two meals a day. So I'll pick like breakfast and dinner. So that way, like sometimes I'll eat the dinner for lunch and then I'll go yeah. out with friends. And sometimes if I'm gonna be home with Rylo, I'll like eat din- I'll eat lunch like while I'm at work and then I'll eat my sakara while I while I'm at home. Um, but that gives me like a little bit of flexibility and I'll do it for five days. And the food's just amazing. My problem lately has been that Rilo just wants to eat all my Sakara food. Yeah. When we were eating our popcorn, I had to fight off not just Rilo, but also your dog, Sam. Yeah. Everybody everyone in wanted. the family. I was like, this shit's expensive, but you know, you could, I'm hooking it up cause I have a, I have a code.
1: You have a code. You're sharing with everybody.
0: But tell everyone about Saqqara.
1: Okay. Here's what I've learned about Saqqara. Saqqara has life-changing nutrition. The meals and products are backed by cutting-edge nutrition, science, and traditional healing wisdom to give your body what it needs to thrive. Ingredients you can trust. They uh, ensure peak nutrition with freshness and deliciousness by sourcing all of their ingredients from trusted suppliers and organic farms that use healthy, sustainable agricultural practices. Um, they have chef; cre- their meals are chef created for pure joy. Classically trained stra- chefs inspired global flavors. The meals and products are crafted with love and care to provide one of the most important nutrients of all, pleasure.
0: Pleasure. I like that. Pleasure. Pleasure is always good. So like I said, I'm hooking it up with a discount on Sakara. If you use code XOLORA, I reach out to them and ask them specifically for a code. You will get... 20% off. 20% off of, I think, your first subscription. So that's pretty cool. It's for new customers only. Code XOLaura for 20% off, Saqqara.com. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox this week?
1: Um, First up, we have a question from our listener, Cheyenne. Cheyenne writes, Hello, ladies. I used to talk to this guy, and timing was never right, so we never hung out, and things ended. I moved back to the area and run, ran into him at a Halloween party. That night, he said we should start talking again because he missed when we used to talk. The next day, we were texting, and he brought it up again and said that we should start talking again, but that he's shy and he needs help with that. Uh, I've put the effort into reaching out to him, but I feel as if he doesn't seem interested, doesn't keep the conversation going or doesn't reply. My coworker said that I'm overthinking it because he's already said that he wants to be more serious and wouldn't have brought it up again if he didn't want to continue. With that being said, is he just bad at communicating? Do I chalk it up to be just being shy or stop making an effort? Much love and can't get enough of your show, Cheyenne.
0: So this is a hard one because on one hand, he's being very communicative and he's said like, hey, I'm interested in you, but like just, you know, I'm kind of shy. So if you're interested in me, I might need you to kind of help with the conversation. And he kind of put himself out there in that way by discussing his flaws with you or what he perceives to be a flaw. But then you being on the receiving end you're like you're thinking, this doesn't make any sense if he's not replying to me. Okay? He's been very clear that he's interested in me. He's told me twice, but he's, you know, he doesn't he doesn't keep the conversation going. He might not reply. What's going on? I think you need to be just as communicative with him as he is with you and kind of say to him, like, hey, I know you told me you're really interested and that you're just shy. But, like, what's up with the no replying then, because that's kind of showing me you're not interested in like you know, I'm interested in you too, and I'd like to like see if we have chemistry or see if where this I hate the word chemistry, I don't say that, but see <laughs> you know if this goes anywhere, uh, and then kind of kind of see what he says. that's what I would say, but also, you know maybe maybe shot The he told you he was shy, but maybe that's not the right word that he meant. Maybe he really is just kind of bad at texting conversation, and when you're in a conversation, he doesn't, he can't think of something witty, or he doesn't know what to say next. So then he kind of just backs off and is like, "Oh fuck, I don't know what to say. Like, what's funny, or what should I say next? Like, eh, and then just doesn't say anything. I don't know that. That could be what I, that could be what I'm thinking, but. I don't know. That's it's like so
1: extreme, though. You know. I know.
0: Just like be a human, and even if what you write is boring, like at least you're writing back to somebody, and you're not not replying to them. Because I think,
1: I mean, I'm a pretty shy person, but
0: no, you're very, you're very witty and like so funny though. Over text, like I would read your texts with guys, and they were always so good. But that's why
1: I have a hard time understanding. Like, like, like text is a place where it's. Easy for a shy person because you know, you have the time to think about your response and all that stuff. So, to not reply at all, I feel like being shy is not an excuse for not answering someone's texts, especially once like you know, you're doing a great thing where he's like insecure, maybe, and not confident. So, you're like putting the effort in, you're showing you're interested. So, he should relax a little bit and like go with it, respond to you. So, I don't know, maybe he's just better in person. So, you just need to like get. Get in person. Get in person and have less text conversations. And then as things get more comfortable, hopefully this would just resolve itself.
0: That's what I'm hoping. I'm I'm wondering why her coworkers are giving her different advice than we are and why they're saying like, oh, you're overthinking of it. Overthinking it. I wonder if they're just being the type because you know, we do this to a lot of friends where we just wanna play the play the positive, optimistic, you know. Right. Like it'll card. be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Oh my yeah. god, he totally likes you. Where, you know, we don't know her, so we can give her, like, the harsh, real advice. Whereas with a friend, you might not want them to be sad. And and also, you know, you might be wrong. So you just want to play the optimistic card. Because I even notice, as someone that gives advice on a podcast, I notice sometimes I give my friends different advice I wouldn't give them if they were writing into the podcast. Yeah, I I give them more of, like, the positive spin where I'm like, oh, yeah, like, maybe it'll work out. When in my head, I'm like, this guy and you have, like, nothing. in (laughs) What is happening? Um. So, yeah, from the removed advice, like, I don't know what the deal is with this guy. I'm wondering if he's, like, dating multiple people and him just telling people he's shy. That would be the worst case scenario is, like, that's just, like... Yeah, hopefully that's not it. Yeah, that's just, like, a thing he tells people. But the reality is, is he's telling you one thing but then acting differently. So you just need to talk to him.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Okay, the next thing we have is less of a question instead it's this bad date story that we received and I thought we would read it and then discuss it because we haven't had one of these bad date stories in a while so I was very happy to get one yeah I'm not happy for the person that was on the bad date but I I love when you share your your interesting date stories so this is a a story that she called the worst of the worst first date why don't you why don't you read it
1: okay so she writes So I went on a Tinder date with a 30-year-old guy. I'm 24, so I wanted to go out with a slightly older guy in the hopes that he was mature. What a mistake that was. (laughs) Um, So anyways, we meet up at a Mexican place for Taco Tuesday, and we sit down, grab a drink, and then he sees some of his friends across the restaurant. He says he's just going to say hi, so I tell him, please do. Please do. Uh, he ended up standing by that table for over 20 minutes while I continued to order margaritas and appetizers on his tab and chatted with the bartender. I was a bit put off, but I could enjoy my own company. He came back, we ate some tacos, and then he suggested we move upstairs to a bar-slash-balcony area to continue talking and drinking. When we got up there, he asked if I wanted to vape his weed pen, which I declined
0: because I don't want to
1: do that in public.
0: See, this is the thing. Just pause. Yeah. Like, it's... like. I'm down. Like I've had, i felt like weed cookies. I used to smoke, but like I would be really turned off if someone offered me weed on the first date. You don't know my situ. You know, I I don't do that anymore. I, I, I'm a mom, I'm a baby, I'm <laughs> sure. breastfeeding. But back in my young twenties, you know, years, like I'm not totally opposed to it. I don't look down on people that do that. But I think I just still think it's inappropriate on a first date. I think
1: what would sort of annoy me is like we're trying to get to know each other and. Hopefully, you know, remember the things that we talk about, (laughs) and like,
0: and you're offering like some altered state, right? Even if
1: I'm not doing it, like the fact that you're like getting stoned, like it's no fun as a sober person to talk to a stoned person, stoned person, or even you know, not totally sober because she's had a few margaritas, but
0: a hundred percent. Like, also, you wouldn't want to be with somebody that's like getting wasted while you're like, oh, I have, I have an early day at work tomorrow. I'm not drinking. Like, okay, well, the person across from you should kind of kind of like vibe off of that and like maybe just have like one glass of wine or like one margarita you know like don't be in a totally different altered state as the person that you're on a date with it's like also it's you, a good you know, rule of thumb it is and uh, you know it just be be on the same page yeah um yes things are not I, and when I, it and when in doubt veer towards sober because I, I would kind of be turned off, like, do you need to be stoned to have fun with me, you know, right kind of thing. Like, yeah. like, this isn't, like, some fun thing we're doing together where we're, like, oh, let's, like, get stoned and, and you know, watch some, like, Seth Rogen movie. Right. You know, we're not... This they also like hadn't a
1: really a lot of, spent a lot of time together at that point because he was too busy with his other friends. So, it was, like, still essentially, like, early on in the date. Like, if it was the end of the date and it was, like, okay, we've gotten to know each other, we had a good time, like, let's have a little... Well,
0: puff puff yeah and then and then for him like leaving to go talk to his friends i mean at first when i was first reading this i was like oh my god did like did he secretly plant for his friends to be there but it doesn't sound like that was the case he just really this was he made it be suggested a place that he goes to a lot and his friends happen to be there and that's fine go say hi to your friends for like five minutes max and then be like hey i didn't want to be rude i like saw you guys it's so crazy like i'm on like a first date over there um like isn't she cute and then, right, and, then and then run and back be like, to her. And then run back. Don't Twin- like go talk, catch up with your friends for 20 minutes. But yeah. Leaving somebody sitting for 20
1: minutes, that's so like
0: fucking such rude. Such a red
1: flag right there. But
0: okay, what All else right. happened? So
1: she says, he then says that his ex fiance also didn't like to smoke. Major no no talking about exes on the first date.
0: Yes. Don't, you know, hold off on that conversation.
1: Well, it's an interesting way also to break the news that you have yeah, an ex fiance. My ex
0: fiance didn't let me smoke. It's like, okay, you clearly have some shit you want to get off your chest yeah which he did because continue he
1: then tells me to be clear i did not ask for any more details the reason they broke up was because he couldn't stop smoking before bed and because that because of that he could never get it up and they could never have sex
0: too much information like maybe, and also not flattering not, information <laughs> no no clearly like he's going through some shit but also like you know that's like a medical issue and like you have an addiction and that could be something that you could maybe talk about with somebody but not after, not in this setting, not in this way, not on the first date. Like what? You know, we all have real shit that has happened in our lives but like you need to present it in a certain, a certain time and place. Okay, continue.
1: It, yeah, it, it does sound a bit like how, you know, we say that you should have kind of a buffer after you end a relationship before you start dating again. Like this guy, maybe he's like I don't know, maybe he's normal, but he just was clearly not in a place to be dating anyone right now. No,
0: not, he's not ready to date. Not acting right.
1: Um, So anyway, she says his apex his ex apparently wanted to try for a baby, but it looks like that wasn't going to happen because of his quote, weed addiction to top it all off. While he's telling me the story, he starts crying and tries to lean on my shoulder.
0: (laughs) My God, this poor fella. Yeah.
1: Yikes. Uh, To say the least, I went home after that and there was no second date. Hope this story gives you girls a good laugh and shows that we are not alone in having awful first dates.
0: Oh, that is a bad first date, but you know, uh, good for you for like, you know, I don't even know good for you for sticking out, just good for you for making it through that. And, and like my heart does go out to the sky because he's like really going through some like hard shit in his life. Like he almost had a family with his ex fiance, but he's got these like addiction issues that, you know, led to, to weed. To- to weed that like led to his breakup and then because of that he's well, really, like it was more of
1: th- the getting it up thing i guess but he
0: yeah yeah but also his weed addiction is why she was like i can't start a family with someone that's like addicted to weed
1: well but he said he couldn't get it up because of the weed which is interesting because i didn't know that that was a thing it
0: can be i think there's like lots of side effects to pretty much everything <laughs> um <laughs> anyways thank you for writing in and thank you for sharing that if you listeners have any questions or if you have any funny messages or funny stories you want to share email us at contact at com. please be concise a paragraph or less you can also find all of our contact info on our website at com. now let's dive in to the reason of the week this week's reason is new year new you the 2020 edition that's right this is our fourth Edition of the New Year, New Year New Year episode, because every year is a new year and a chance to start over. Although technically you can start over at any point in the year, Angela, on literally any day, right? Yes, it's true. Every day can be the start of your new year. But people like to do it in the new year for some reason. Gyms are busier, people buy more self-help books, and people say, Fuck it, I'm gonna start dating better. I'm gonna start eating better. I'm gonna start doing everything better better and they you know it's like they they need that january 1st you know day it's, on the calendar yeah. to, to inspire them to do it so we have some notes from our 2018 edition uh that we also read on our 2019 edition <laughs> that i said why not read it on 2020 <laughs> sure, it's a tradition it's a tradition now maybe you want to move
1: Maybe you want to be happier and work on you. You
0: can always be evolving, but the new year is a great time to start. Cuffing season is ending, so get out of that
1: relationship that sucks. Whatever it is, now is the time. Look
0: forward, not back. 2017
1: sucked, so it can only get better. And then we said... 2018 sucked
0: so it could only get better so Angela I want to ask you do you think in the world and politically (laughs) was 2019 much better than 2018 or 2017 (laughs) lol no it was not but I hope I hope for some people
1: on a personal level it was for the world no it was not good um but we can all just keep striving for
0: a better 2020 right On that note, it is time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown. It is tradition here on the podcast for us to read our resolutions. A lot of people think resolutions are bullshit. I'm undecided on that front. Uh, It's good to have goals, though. Exactly. So I thought we would read our resolutions that we had last year and discuss whether we did them or not. And then we're going to read our new resolutions. We're allowed to roll over a few of them. Those okay. are the rolls on the pod. Okay. okay. Um. All right. So my resolutions from last year, I'll go through. All, first I'll go through all of mine and then you go through yours. Okay. And then maybe we'll go back and forth for the 2020. Cool. What do you think about that sounds, plan? Sounds, works for me. Great. Okay. So my resolutions from last year, I wanted to read six books. I didn't really keep track but I did read, you know, a bunch of kid books as I was like having a child and between that and a couple novels I read I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes sure. I, I did that resolution resolution number two was start up trapeze again and learn a new trick other than the split wow I fucking did that you did that shit I did that shit number three was have a new humor piece accepted by the New Yorker so I didn't do that but I just found out Angela I haven't even told you this yes and I, I really hope that they don't change their mind or I'm going to have to like re-record this on the podcast. <laughs> um, I just got a new piece accepted in the actual magazine. <gasps> that's not a humor piece. It's a talk of the town piece what? where I interview the, the lawyers that are arguing the next Supreme Court abortion case. What?
1: what? <laughs> How cool is that? <laughs> How did it's you? It's literally wait, You like, already did this? It's done? You
0: did I, it? I did it. I have to do edits on the story and they've accepted it. You have a secret double life- isn't that so cool? I it's had literally no idea. a dream come true of mine to have a story in the print edition of the New Yorker. This is incredible! I, I mean, congratulations! I, was, I screamed when I got the. You know, I'll talk to you more about it on the podcast. <laughs> but basically, this last year has been like a big, a big, big year of like career highs of like finishing my second book, getting this piece in the New Yorker. You know, this podcast had a bunch of big milestones in terms of like hitting three point five million downloads, and then mm-hmm. I almost died in the hospital. Right. Uh, I, I, you know, on the positive note, I saw my baby's first steps, his first words. Uh, yeah, you, you had know, a lot of good. A lot of good. Like Nick and I are, you know, just re- in a really great place with each other. There were so many good things, and then I had that like crazy health scare. Where I had to fight mm. like a deadly infection and almost died, but overall, besides almost dying, I would say 2019 personally was just wonderful. <laughs> so that's good. Okay, so <laughs> publish a children's book. Um, no,
1: no, but you are publishing a grown-up. I'm publishing book. a grown-up book. That's right. Uh,
0: throw a dinner party. I am planning to do. I, I have like. I've hired the chef. Hired. I. I am like putting it together and organizing it's going to happen right okay. for an animated show.
1: What
0: made you, made no even almost close steps towards that.
1: You you skipped number 5 by the oh, way. Oh,
0: give a fantastic speech. I have no idea I think that was what at, this is referring at to at my wedding. Okay, but I should have known your wedding's not even in 2019. So (laughs) how the fuck was this even possible? Maybe we didn't
1: know that at the time.
0: Okay, but you did say yes to me giving a speech, and I have part of it written. So I'm gonna say sure. (coughs) All
1: right, yeah, it will happen, just not in.
0: Oh yeah, in in 2020. That's one of the ones I'm rolling over because your wedding's in 2020. Yep. Find a productive way to give back. I think that meant like in terms of volunteering. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on that. like we mm-hmm. we've done a good job at like picking different charities and stuff like that. So I'm gonna say where I have made some steps towards towards giving back. I still haven't found like the exact right way where I feel like I'm truly making a difference. same, but um, but I'm gonna say I'm making steps. Write a feature film. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I did not do that. To be fair, you, you it would have been hard to squeeze that in. Sure. Play guitar, ukulele more. I hired a guitar teacher, and I've been taking like weekly classes, which I actually, actually re- recently moved to like bi-week or not bi-weekly, like every other week, so a little less. But I, I have like a guitar teacher, so I'm very proud of myself for scheduling that. So uh, I think I did pretty good, good this year. Really good. I and- think this is like the best of any years I've I've done. Actually, in terms of like the books, the trapeze, the like reading the books, like finishing my book, the New Yorker thing, the the guitar, the dinner party. I I'm like actually like so impressed with myself. <laughs> I hope that I hope that 2020 is just as good. I'm like I don't know if I can keep it up, but. But um, yeah, I have to say, I this is the part when we
1: look at our resolutions from last year and, and say if we did them or not. It's maybe my least favorite moment in the podcast because I never, I never do a good job. But I, also, I never have
0: either. It's just this is like a crazy year where I actually did some of the stuff I set out to do.
1: I have to say, looking it over though, this year I had to remind myself we set ten resolutions for ourselves most people do like one or two so not achieving all 10 exactly Uh, i'm gonna cut myself a little slack you should we all should but okay so here here were mine from last year i said get a job slash volunteer somewhere interesting examples girl scouts um i didn't do that like you i did donate money some important places because sometimes that's just like feels like the easiest thing to do is well just granted like-,
0: like you set like a higher goal i just said i gave the vague resolution to find a more productive way to give back was how i phrased it i i did not have time to volunteer this year i have in the past with like new york cares which is an organization i really love but i don't know with like i i, I there's excuses for everything but i i didn't like Personally, go and do that. I volunteer. Yeah. yeah I should, should we say places that we like to donate in case other people want to? Yeah. i, I Planned Parenthood for yes. me. I donate to. I donate to the Animal Haven Shelter, which is where I got my dog Samo. BRC is. Uh, they they work on homelessness as an issue in in New York City. Uh, where else have I donated for it? the ASPCA? I have a friend that works there, and they're doing some great work. Uh. Um. Where, where else?
1: ACLU. The ACLU
0: uh, I donated to.
1: Um, Southern Poverty Law, Law Center, RACES, which is for um helping helping with immigration and on for me personally, Elizabeth Warren's campaign. Don- donates some money there.
0: Good for you. Um, I don't yeah. think you can write that off on your taxes.
1: No, but that's okay. I don't do it for that. It still counts. <laughs> but you do get a T-shirt.
0: Um, okay. Let's go through yours. Your resolutions.
1: Okay, the rest of them were complete apartment decoration. You totally did that. Uh, I didn't complete it, but I made lots of progress, so I'll, I'll give myself a ding-ding. Um, don't lose my engagement ring. I did not do that. I didn't even, like, have any close calls, which is great. Um, I said, maybe do something with my theater knowledge. Podcast Instagram. Did not do that. Did not do that. Don't murder anybody while planning my wedding, including myself. So far, everyone is alive. <laughs>
0: And, and I I don't think you have not been... You've been the opposite of a bridezilla you Thank been, you. You've been, at least from my point of view. We'll
1: see as things get closer. Um, spend less time on social media slash be more present. I'm going to give myself a resounding thumbs down.
0: Yeah, I would say you've been ramping up that Twitter presence Yeah,
1: I am very online, as they say. <laughs> to my detriment, my brain is melting. Um, next one, go to therapy... Slash always. I always feel better when I'm in therapy. Yeah, when I wrote that, I was not seeing a therapist, and now I'm seeing a therapist.
0: Granted, you need to change your therapist, Granted, but you're seeing one.
1: But, spoiler alert, that might be one of my new resolutions. Okay, uh, listen to a new album slash discover current music that I like. And I did do that.
0: I discovered Billie Eilish. Who did you discover? I, I
1: thought it was Eilish.
0: Billie Eilish. <laughs> I'm so not cool.
1: Uh, Lizzo. I went to a Lizzo concert. She has top 40 music. I And I also discovered lots of new music that is new to me, that is very old. Like, I got very into Joni Mitchell this year. But whatever. It was new. And I didn't... So, I did a current one and a a new old. Whatever. Love it. Uh, Get into arts and crafts. I didn't do that. Um, And finally, overall, be more creative slash, slash discover new creative outlets. Not really. Did not really do that. But... I, I feel like I, I was creative in certain ways, just not more or in new ways.
0: That was a ride. Mixed results. That was a ride. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And now let's go for this year's resolutions. Are you Okay. My resolution number one is watch the rest of Veep, The Good Place, and Silicon Valley because I started them. uh, It's like the last season of Veep, the last season of Silicon Valley, and I think the last season of The Good Place. I think so, yeah. And so, like, you know, why give up now? I got to watch the last season. It's so hard finding time because, you know, the baby goes to sleep and it's like, that's when I have time to, like, get do a little bit more work because uh, a lot of times I end up leaving work early. Um, granted, I can make my own hours, but I I leave I work at the wing and I, I leave the wing early because I'm like, I miss that guy. I want to like take him on a walk before oh. dinner time. So then I end up doing more work after he goes to sleep. But I have the option. I can either like read my New Yorkers, read a book. Watch a TV show like it was just so little time in the evening. Yes. So, but I, I would like to watch those shows. Yeah, see them um, through to the end.
1: Yeah. Um, for me, I'm I would like to in my for my day job transition from editing to writing. I'm an editor right now, and uh, I've been really trying hard to talk to a lot of people that um are copywriters and try and transition into that area. I believe you can do it. Thanks. Uh, my goal
0: I want to write for the New York Times. Why not? You know, yeah. Well, strive. now you're interviewing
1: like Supreme Court, ju- no lawyers, 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 not judges. But <laughs> hey,
0: great. Anything's possible. Um,
1: <laughs> find a new therapist and break
0: up with my old therapist. I believe you. I believe in you. Thank you. Um, I'm rolling over my resolution to have a new humor piece accepted by the New Yorker. I'm yeah. gonna, you know, I kind of just didn't submit the last year or maybe I submitted like two and got rejected. I I'm want to just start submitting more regularly and writing better, better work. It's gotten more competitive, but I, I would like to have an, a piece accepted. Yeah. You have a good track record. So high hopes. I mean, definitely more rejections than acceptances, but, uh, but it's important that people hear that so that
1: you know, like when you achieve something, it's not, it's not super easy. There's a not lot that all. goes into achieving it. Yes. Um, for me, Use all my old gift cards. I have a stack of gift cards for stuff like classic class at Marie's Cheese Shop, Target, Public Theater, Van Leeuwen Ice Cream. I have a Cold Stone Creamery gift card that's been sitting there since 2012. I'm going to use my gift cards. That's money spent. Your resolutions
0: are so much more fun than mine. <laughs> Well,
1: I wanted stuff that was achievable this year, and I really think I can spend money at Coldstone Creamery.
0: After looking at your resolutions from last year. Yeah. Um, I'll go to the public theater with you and go see yeah, the show.
1: let's do it. Okay, I, great. It, that's, I feel really bad not using that one because it's a good gift. I
0: like, uh, I like getting to use somebody else's resolutions. Yeah. Uh, I want to get so good at guitar that I can tune it by ear, which I don't mm. think will ever be possible, but maybe.
1: Well, you're going to play it a lot with your teacher, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, my
1: resolution next is clean up my emails because I currently have 46,764 unread emails. Wait, what the fuck? Do you just not read emails? No. So it's all on my phone. I have all my inboxes combined. So it's like, you know, this is why you're single and my old Yahoo that just gets all my spam and my Gmail and stuff. So it's, it's a lot of spam, I think, but, but yeah, holy that just give sitting me there so much. Anxiety. I know some people would just have to, like throw their phone out, but it doesn't bother me anymore.
0: um, resolution number five, give a fantastic speech at Angela's wedding. I'm being more specific because I don't know <laughs> yeah. what give a good speech was referring to last year. Um so I plan to roll that over and give a good speech at your wedding.
1: I'm honored. I'm honored to have that be one of your resolutions. Um, enjoy the ride and be more in the moment for the rest of my engagement slash wedding process. I know that when it's over, I will probably be sad. So I'm going to try and just like embrace it and enjoy.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's like they say like you only have like a baby for a year. It's like you only are engaged for however long. (laughs) However long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, clean up Rilo's toys is number six because like. I never want to throw them away because I'm like, oh, what if he, like, starts to like it? Or, like, what if we have another baby and then, like, they want the toys? And then I'm like, holy fuck, there's so many toys and so many goddamn books. Like, Like, this can't be it. This can't be how (laughs) my house... This can't go on. This can't go on. (laughs) We can't go on this way. (laughs) Um,
1: Good goal. Uh, Okay. Uh, Take a personal essay writing class a la David Sedaris, who I love and I've been reading and I'm like, I want to write like this. I'll never be able to write like him, but I want to be able to just write some essays... Um, Just for me, just for fun. So I love that idea. I'll do that once I figure my professional.
0: I've taken a bunch of classes like that at Gotham Writers Workshop. That's where I've been looking. Highly recommend them. Great, good to know. Um, Number seven, get the balls to travel without Rilo. Do I even want to? I don't know. Like I'm planning this trip to Italy.
1: You're. Your My motherland. Your
0: motherland your (laughs) motherland because my friend's having a big birthday and so he he has invited a bunch of friends and he's like, come and and he's like he's one of like my old editors. And so like the whole group I know they're gonna be like sophisticated travelers. It's not gonna be like, God bless my friends, but I wouldn't Want to like leave Rila to go like travel with like a bunch of my girlfriends. No offense <laughs> to my girlfriends, but like they would be out till like three AM and like right. It would just be a different type of traveling. Whereas this is more like the traveling I would want to do. Like yes, like good restaurants and like mm-hmm. a little sightseeing, a little shopping, and yeah, like that we're amazing. all we're all asleep by ten. Um oh, what a dream! But I keep going back and forth. There's some moments where I'm like, yes, fuck it, I'm booking that flight today like oh my god I want to go on this this is like the perfect traveling opportunity with the perfect group this doesn't come around very often like I don't typically get invited on like trips with people I would be you know excited to go travel with and and then I go like no what no I'm gonna be there the whole time and I'm just gonna like wish I was with Rilo I I you know what 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 am I doing leaving my baby for like a week like that is crazy have you talked about it with Nick yeah. Nick is like very supportive. Mm. And so anyways, I keep going. I literally feel like a schizophrenic about it. So it's it's not an easy decision to make. No,
1: it's but I think you should do it. That's I, a, that really sounds like an incredible, but trip. I'm like, he's
0: not even two. Maybe I should wait. Like I can travel, you know, anytime for the rest of my life. Like why miss a, a week of my baby's life? You know, he's only a baby now. I don't know.
1: Hard. Keep well, keep thinking about it.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay, what's next for me? Be a better
1: partner and pick up the slack at home because ever since I learned that Ian's love language is acts of service, I want to express my love in a way that he will
0: receive it. Do you have a Roomba? No. That could be a gift for him (gasps) for the holidays is a Roomba. And then it's like,
1: I'm controlling the robot that's cleaning our apartment, but I'm not actually having to do it. I just have to hit the button. I think
0: button. that would be a brilliant <laughs> idea. Hmm. That's something to think about. Or maybe I could buy that for you for your, for your wedding gift. Are they expensive? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm working on my registry currently. I so could get you like, like a, a thing I could no, look into. No, but don't into. put it on
0: your registry because I don't want someone else to get okay. my idea.
1: If, if we decide we want a Roomba, I will give you the, the insider knowledge.
0: I want, um, what do they say when like you have a book? You, like write a first refusal yes you have right at first refusal on getting us a Roomba okay great uh number eight we have three more guys thanks Mm -hmm. for sticking it through do something more for the environment you know I, I have bought silicone bags instead of like you know disposable plastic bags I do the tote bags when we go to the farmer's market I don't use plastic straws I'm doing all that stuff and I I've started to compost and I just feel like I'm not doing enough it's I not making a difference.
1: I compost bin. Oh good. So I'm trying to.
0: So I don't know I need to figure out what else I can do to help our poor dying planet.
1: Yeah it's hard. It's, I think that every I think all the things you're doing are great but sometimes they feel small so you don't feel like you're making a difference but you are. So it's but it's good to look for more things. Um, for me next thing is get really good at baking pumpkin bread and zucchini bread because they're both things that um, I crave very often and I just, in general, have this vision of myself becoming a great baker because I watch Great British Baking Show all the time, and it's so cozy and lovely.
0: I see that in your future. Thank you. Number nine, see friends more and do some more girls' nights.
1: Oh, okay. Simple. Good one. Achievable. Um, <laughs> me, number nine, do whatever the fuck I can to see that Trump is not reelected. Yes. So, you know, make some phone calls. Do whatever. Do whatever I can. Donate some money. Yell at relatives.
0: Good plan. Doing it. I'll join you in that. Thank you. And last but not least for me, finally, I want to go see a play with Angela and <gasps> yes. hang out outside of podcast stuff. Our friendship, since I've had a baby, has taken a toll. And we like, you know, I feel like I get to catch up with you on podcast days, but I want to spend more Angela, Laura time outside of work. So that's goal Agreed. number
1: 10. Yeah. It makes our podcasts better because, you know, you're genuinely just listening to two friends hanging out, catching up. Yeah, exactly. But,
0: <laughs> but yeah, I would love to do
1: that. We'll use my public gift certificate and we'll see some good theater together.
0: And we'll get some Van Leeuwen ice cream.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And maybe we'll get some Cold Stone too. You'll be my sugar mama. Yeah. (laughs) Um, For me, number 10, in addition to going and and hanging out with you, (laughs) I'm going to add an addendum. That's 10.1 or 10.5. 10 is do a better job at recognizing my successes and be kinder to myself because I very often am not so, I, you know, I, I think of, I focus on my failures. and I'm going to do a better job, hopefully, at focusing on my successes.
0: I love that for you because you have had so many crazy successes. You have a job that you love. You are an author. You have a successful podcast. You sold a TV show. Like, you've done so many cool things that people, like, dream of doing.
1: They, and you know what? I, I logically know that, but sometimes I don't believe it. So I'm working on believing it.
0: I love that. Yeah. I love these goals. All right. Let's help each other stick to them. Yes. We, and you know, write in, let us know what your resolutions are. We're always curious to hear what other people have planned for 2020. Yes, please. We hope we have cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's. This is why your single podcast. Check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble and our audio book on audible. Yep. And you can get
1: hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors for a full list of our sponsors and the codes. Check out our podcast page on this is why your single Show com. We are also on social, so you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Single Show. Please like and subscribe on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. Have a happy New Year, and tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye.
0: Bye.
1: This is why you're single. This is why you're
0: single. This is why you're single. Ba ba ba, ba, ba. This is why you're single. Ba ba ba, ba, ba. That was a headgum podcast.